turn in again to the book of the prophet Isaiah, in chapter 6, and just this first verse is enough for us here this evening. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Well, on the death of our Queen, I thought it right for us to think of another death of a king here in the Old Testament, and the consequences of that death, and how it brought into the heart of Isaiah, this great evangelical prophet of the Old Testament, wonderful things, and we want to see some of the significance of these matters. Well, taking these verse, these words, this first verse, almost every word we want to look at, in the year, in the year, this was about 800 years before Christ, before the Saviour came, and of course this immediately homes us in on the fact that uh, there are times in history, certain things happen, but time itself is something we ought to consider. Here Uzziah dies, and of course the years of his reign, they uh, were past. They could not be recovered, and uh, uh, we understand, of course, that as another year passes, and as another reign passes, well, those years cannot be recovered. We are glad of many of the things that have happened in these last 70 years of our Queen's reign. We've been privileged as a country, as a land, to know relative peace and safety and uh, provision. And uh, though we complain much, and though the politicians, uh, uh, of course, uh, shout loudly about all sorts of things, yet still, when we think of many other countries and many other places in the world, we have had so much. We should give thanks to God for such a glorious time and such a wonderful time so that we can send our children off to school on their own. They can walk down the road and cross the road uh, in relative safety. And uh, they were careful, yet we understand the sort of land in which we live. And there are other countries where you couldn't do such a thing, where you'd fear for your children and uh, uh, maybe they'd even be taken away from you and all sorts of things would happen. And as we think of that poor country of Ukraine at the moment and the wretched things that have happened there, well, we're glad. We're glad of the relative peace and safety that God has granted to us under a good and gracious Queen. But we understand that those times cannot return. We look to the future now. We don't know what they hold for us completely, but oh, we understand that the things concerning time have passed, and we should consider, even at such a time of the passing of our sovereign queen, that for us also time has passed. We come to an epochal uh, time in history. What is the time for us? And what will happen for the rest of our lives? What has happened in the past? What will happen in the future? We ought to stop and pause and think. Well, we're glad that we have many aids at the moment that make us to think that we should indeed be in such a situation. And uh, friends, this is a good time to stop and think of what God is doing in our lives and in our time. Well, our Queen, how long for us? She has passed away. How long uh, for us that time cannot be recovered and our sin cannot be undone. We cannot undo what we have done to our God and what offence we have caused to him and the breaking of his law. Well, that time is now past. What will we do about it in 
the future. The past cannot be recovered. Our time is coming to stand before God and to give an account of what we have done in this life, good or bad. Our Queen is now in the hands of God and uh, we don't quite understand completely how these things work out. But she also will give an account of her reign and of her own personal life and of her own behaviour. Well, we leave that to the judge of all the earth. But our time is coming. We also, we should have had our time. It was in that year that King Uzziah died and all his life was brought before him as he stood before his God. Well, in the year that King Uzziah King Uzziah. Do you know anything about him? Well, friends, he was chosen as the leader of the people by God. Just as our Queen believed that that was the case and in very special circumstances, if you know the history. But King Uzziah was chosen as the, his, as the leader of his people at that time. And it was very remarkable as well that he should be the king. He's described in the Old Testament as a good king. He made a big mistake. We'll mention that in a moment. But by and large, he was a good king. But his people weren't good. His people were ungodly. His people were turning away from the true and living God that brought them into that land of Israel. Oh, friends, friends, but Uzziah himself was chosen to be the leader at that time. God saw fit to give them such a man that would point them to the good things and to the law of God and to the worship. He was a good man and God blessed him in many, many ways. And we know that our Queen also was chosen of God in the providence of God for us. And she was blessed with many good traits. And uh, we are glad of that. We could have had someone wretched as our Queen. Someone that we would be complaining about all the time. Someone that we would feel was a bad example to many people. All sorts of things that could have happened. But God chose to give us gracious woman, a young woman to start with and someone who was blessed over the years with great experience and diplomacy and was just the right person for just that job at that time. We believe God chose her for us and uh, her story is so good. Well we think of her accession to the throne. She was never meant to be the queen, never meant to be the monarch. We understand what happened to her father's brother and so her father became the king and then she was first in line to the throne and her father died early, I think about age 55 and she became the queen early and had this great long reign, the longest reign in our uh, British history and we're glad of that and we're glad to hear of the story and we have been uh, enjoying these things on the television and the internet just lately as we have reviewed her life and been pleased concerning all these things and in many ways our country is the envy of the world in the things that we have enjoyed. King Uzziah was chosen as the leader, our queen also we believe. It's a good story. Uzziah's line was almost lost. A few generations before, there was a wicked queen, the wife of the king of Judah, and she killed all the royal seed. She murdered them. But the youngest, Joash, was rescued. He was rescued and kept in uh, the, the temple by her sister, who happened to be married to the old high priest, Jehoiada. 
And uh, uh, Joash was kept six years in the temple and then proclaimed king and the wicked queen was executed. Well, by the slimmest of margins, as it were, God preserved the line so that it came down at this time to Uzziah and then he died and his son came to the throne who also is described as a good king. Well, this is all God's working and providence even as we saw from that book that is mentioned in symbol in the book of Revelation. God has his will and his purposes and they're all brought to pass by that great one, even the second person of the Trinity, the very son of God. Well, that king, that king, he had his sin and he had his life, his good parts, but he was a saved man, but he had his role. He had a role to play. Well, it in his day, for Uzziah, it was almost just to keep the people from complete apostasy, to keep them from going to complete idolatry and moving away from God. Perhaps it was uh, just him and Isaiah and other prophets that kept the people from going away completely from the things that were right and proper and the law of their God, holding on to things, as it were, in a bad time and in an evil age. Well, he had his role. And our queen, of course, she had her role. We know something of what that was. There were secret things, of course, things that we don't quite understand, things that in the, the secrecy of her own council and of her family and of her uh, political life that we're not, uh, we don't enjoy knowing about. Well, we guess and we understand something of her role and we believe she carried it out well. And uh, the poor dits at the moment are saying she did a good job and uh, she was a gracious woman. And uh, we cannot imagine that anyone else could have done such a good job as the sovereign of our country, the constitutional head of our government and our people. And we're glad of such a thing that she carried out her role, even as she promised right at the beginning, promising and uh, with God's help to carry out such a reign. Well, not only does the Queen have a role, not only did Uzziah have a role in his life, but we also have a role in life. Well, Uzziah made a big mistake. He sought to take on the priest's work and God punished him severely for it. But nonetheless, he was someone who trusted in God and walked with God and knew the Lord's blessing in his own heart. And we believe that he is in glory. He was a good man and trusted in God. We believe our queen was a good woman as far as ordinary behaviour was concerned. Her own personal faith is something we uh, are not privy to, but we leave that and her in God's hand. But what is our role? We're not queens, we're not kings, we're not great people, we're nobodies. But what is our role? We certainly have a role in life and the Bible sets it out very, very clearly. What is the role of man? That we're to love the Lord our God with all our hearts with all our mind, with all our strength, and with all our soul. This is our role. As God has brought us into this world, as God has created us and made us for his will and for his good pleasure, we are to love God with all of our being. But, oh, friends, Uzziah failed somewhat. No doubt the Queen would say she failed in some things. We're not quite sure what they are. But we're great failures, friends, in the role that God has given to us to love our God with all of our being, how we need forgiveness. We have failed, and that's for sure. Well, here we have, in the year that King Uzziah died, that he died, well, of course, as all men, even our dear Queen, 
to her great sadness even now. But not unexpected, of course, she lived to a great age. But we know that we all must die. Great men and women die. Nobody's die. We shall die. We ought to think of it. We ought to think of it when someone great, like the Queen, is taken from us. We ought to think that our lives are short, relatively. We do not know when we should quit this world and stand before our God. Uzziah died, our Queen has died, we shall die also, there is no doubt. We ought to think of it. Isaiah did. That's what he's doing here in this chapter. In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah's thinking, and he's praying, and he's considering eternal matters, thinking of these things. Well, we ought to consider death and our own death as well. Well, it's not a pleasant subject, but we should not push it from us. We should consider these things. It is very, very important that we do so. Oh, friends, this king died and uh, there were consequences for his people and there were consequences for uh, Israel at that time. It's just as there are consequences for us as our queen passes from us. We now have a new uh, king, a new sovereign and uh, a new era. But, oh, friends, what does it mean to us in these situations we're next are we ready we feel sure that our queen was ready it seemed uh, to some of us <coughs> that she was almost hanging on as it were deliberately holding on to life until she could pass on uh, that uh, great work to the next prime minister and uh, and then it seemed that all her earthly faculties failed and she died oh friends maybe that was the case we do hear of stories like that, of those that hang out, perhaps even till loved ones are able to get to see them before they pass away. Some of us have even very uh, immediate experience of that sort of thing. But our friends, our friends, as we think of this situation, Uzziah died. And we know that Uzziah then faced God, as does our Queen. And now we also, we also must die and face God and give an account of our lives well we have an account of our queen's life on the television at the moment and on the media every detail over the 70 years and from her birth and the uh, pictures of her as a little girl and the corgis and all, all that paraphernalia and uh, we enjoy it of course we do we're sentimental in many ways concerning those things. Of course, I'm not saying that everyone's like that. <laughs> Some people are even against the monarchy. But we've enjoyed these things. And uh, uh, the media have given an account of her life. But, our oh, friends, such accounts are nothing compared with the account that we will have to give God of our lives and of what we have done and of what we have believed and what we haven't believed and our behaviour and how we have offended God, and whether we have come to him, and sought his forgiveness, and his blessing, and his pardon. Oh, friends, Uzziah died, and we must die also, and give an account to God. But then you see here, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also, says Isaiah, I saw. At such a special time, he had his eyes, his spiritual eyes, open. Oh, friends, uh, do you hear uh, the uh, testimony of our, uh, have you heard some testimony of our queen seeing things in her reign, uh, seeing spiritual things? And she mentioned them now and again, perhaps in a, a Christmas address or something like that in the midst of great uh, crisis. 
And uh, we uh, perhaps put some sort of uh, uh, thought to that and think, well, what did she really believe? And uh, that sort of uh, guesswork, as it were. But that's not my point here uh, tonight. Even as uh, Uzziah died, Isaiah, sorry, as Uzziah died, Isaiah had his eyes open to spiritual things. And as the Queen has now passed from us, we ought to think of eternal things. We ought to think of spiritual matters, our oh, friends. What do we see? What do we see at such a special time as this? What do we see? Do we see our sin? Do we see that? It's all very well looking at all the glorious record of a wonderful reign, but do we see our sin? Do we see our offence to God? Do we see our danger? Do we see the danger we are in if we quit this world without a saviour, without someone in whom we can trust to defend us on that great day of judgment? Do we see our loss if we do not come to the Lord Jesus Christ? Do we see our weakness, our inability to save ourselves, to do anything that will bring us to heaven? Do we see that? Do we see something of God's holiness, just as Isaiah saw that in that day? And as he saw the very holiness of God and those angel beings worshipping God and saying, holy, holy, holy art thou, God Almighty. And what did he see at the same time? His own sin his own inadequacy, his own wretchedness until the angel came and purged him of his sin. Do we see that? Do we see that heaven is shut up to the unforgiven, that we cannot enter there unless we have forgiveness of sins? Oh, friends, do we see that? Do we see the remedy? Do we see what God has done to bring us to glory, to save us from our sins and eternal damnation? Do we see what the Lord Jesus Christ has done upon the cross in dying in the place of sinners like us that we might be forgiven and set free from our sin and brought gloriously to heaven? Do we see it? Do we see it? As we think of the Queen passing, does it make us think of eternal things and deep things and things to do with the heart as people are upset and as people weep and as people are moved by this uh, situation? this passing of our sovereign, does it make you to think of important things? Does it make you to think of those things that have to do with eternity, to do with your soul's salvation? Do you think of those things that uh, have been provided for our soul's rest and salvation? Oh, friends, that cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you think of uh, repenting of your sin? Do you think of trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you think of yielding up your life completely to him? These are the important things that we ought to think of at such a time as this in the year that King Uzziah died. I saw also the Lord. I saw the Lord. Do you see him with a spiritual eye? Have you got a spiritual view of the Lord? Here in this vision, Isaiah saw him high and lifted up and his glory and his holiness and those angel beings worshipping him. Do you have a spiritual view of the Lord, our maker and our benefactor, the one with whom we should have to do, the one that sees us, the one that knows us, the one that feels for us, the Lord? Do we see him? The one we should obey, the one we should worship, the one we should love. Have you seen the Lord? Have you looked for him? And his salvation, and as he saw the Lord, he saw him sitting upon a throne. Here is the sovereign God. 
We think we can do as we please, but he is fully in control of all of our lives and this world in which we live. He sits as judge. He sits as judge of all the earth. All earthly rule is not like this. Uzziah's people were mostly sinful and godless, though Uzziah was on the throne, a good man. Our queen, no doubt, from her throne, secretly wished that all her people shared her view of how to believe and what to believe and how to behave. No doubt she did, but her government had not the power to change hearts and lives. Her government and her reign had not the power to change the behaviour, the wretched behaviour of so many in this land, the murder and the adultery and the filthiness and all the fraud and the cheating and the steal. Well, even our good queen, she had no power to change those things. She could be a good example. And many people would say, well, it's all right for her. Look at her riches. But oh, friends, even so, she had no power to change the hearts and lives of people. But as Isaiah saw the Lord here sitting upon the throne, he understood, as we understand from our Bibles, that the Lord Jesus Christ has power to change hearts, to change lives, to change minds. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. And from his throne, he is able to rescue the perishing and to save the helpless sinner and to set them free and to convert them and change them so that they can never be the same again. God is on his throne. And you can cry to this great God and Saviour and he will grant your soul's position, petition for forgiveness and salvation and new life. And as he saw him sitting upon a throne, he saw that he was high and lifted up. He is, of course, high and lifted up, far beyond our grasp. He is the eternal spirit. He is holy, 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 far beyond our uh, soul's uh, comprehension of him. But Isaiah saw him. Isaiah saw him. He caught a glimpse of paradise. And this Lord reached down to him, to Isaiah, the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity. Yet he will dwell also with the humble and the contrite spirit. Our oh, friends, will you humble yourself so that this one will look upon you in such love and such wonderful mercy? You know, many speak of the privilege and the awesome experience of meeting our Queen. For most of us, it never happened, but with our God and our Saviour. All of us can seek him and find him and walk with him and dwell in his mansions. His train filled the temple. That's a little strange for us to apply here tonight, but I believe that this train filling the temple, this is the symbol of his grace. As the Queen enters Parliament, her train follows her, that great gracious flowing gown, which at the coronation, uh, you see the old pictures, many page boys uh, were required to guide it through the abbey as she went to be crowned Queen of our country. But our Saviour needs no help. He is all gracious. He will deal with us in the exact opposite way of what we deserve by his grace. He will forgive us when we deserve no forgiveness. He will pardon us when we deserve no pardon but to be uh, those that receive his wrath and his judgment for all eternity. He will grant us heaven 
and we deserve nothing but hell. He will grant to us eternal life when we deserve nothing but death and destruction. He will grant to us to be joined to our God, forever safe and forever happy. This is the grace of God that is symbolised here in this train that fills the temple. The grace of our God, our friends. Uzziah died. He died. Our queen has died. Well, when Uzziah died, there was great significance for the people. It meant a new reign. Would it be good? Would it be bad? Well, there was a short good reign after that. And then there were some wretched reigns in the life of Judah at that time. It had great significance when Uzziah, this good king, died. And when now our queen has died, we ask, what significance has it for us? What will the future hold? Oh, friends, it should have great significance for us if we spiritually use such a situation. It's this year. She has died, as we all have to. <clears throat> what do we see? Do we see the Lord? Do we see the Lord Jesus Christ? Do we see something of his cross? Do we see something of this sovereign God who is high? Do we see his grace that can come and change our lives? The death of Uzziah had great consequences. The death of our queen, no doubt, has consequences. Some of them are yet to be worked out. But the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, what consequence has that for us? This cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, on which the Lord of glory died, it has consequences for all those that will come and put their trust in him and seek his forgiveness and ask for his grace and for his mercy so that their lives will be changed forever. It may be with the passing of our Queen, for most of our countrymen and women, it won't mean much. They'll carry on the same. A short time of mourning, a funeral, and then things will carry on the same. The same old lying and cheating, the same old misery, the same old poverty maybe, the same old complaining, the same old jealousies. Everything will be the same. But our friends, if we come and see the consequences of this death of the Saviour upon the cross and apply it to our own hearts and come repenting of all our sin, trusting in this only Saviour, yielding our lives completely to him, then we can know what it is to be changed, to be changed completely and utterly and to be his forever in glory. Our friends, don't let the passing of this great historic event, the passing of our dear Queen, mean nothing to us in the end may it mean that we look to spiritual things, eternal things and the need of salvation in our own lives let's pray together our gracious God and heavenly Father, we pray that we might look to thee this night, that we might see how much we need thy salvation, thy forgiveness or thy blessing on our lives and may it be that even the events of these historic days in the life of our country even be used to our good and, O oh Lord, to our salvation, as we think on thee and thy great love and mercy towards needy sinners, we ask it in the Saviour's name. Amen. Let's sing together hymn number 606. The time is short, ere all that live shall hence depart their God to meet. 606.